This is an original podcast from Union Jack, recorded pre-pandemic in an actual pub. Oh man, do you remember those? Find out more at unionjack.co.uk. Oh, here I am, once again, sitting in the Harp pub at central London, all by myself. A lot of people think, Jared Christmas, why do you sit by yourself all the time? Uh, it's not all the time, actually, uh, just for a little bit amount of time, as I'm waiting, hopefully, for two friends to walk it. Oh! Look who's just walked in. Yuriko has walked in, and Bobby Hello. has walked in. This is exciting. Now, what I like to do... Uh, when I'm chatting to uh, to my friends on uh, this show, Three Foreigners Walk Into a Bar, is uh, if you do a full intro of your full name, middle names if you've got them, um, and uh, where you come from. Start with you, Bobby. Okay, my name is uh, Bobby Mayer, but my actual name is Robert Lindsay Mayer. Lindsay! Oh, yes! Yes! And like Learning Robert Lindsay, the, he took my name. But um, And I come from uh, Canada. Canada. I like it. Hi, my name is Yuriko Kotsani, and then uh, I don't have middle name because we don't have middle names because we don't need it. You don't? Uh, we, Japan doesn't do middle no, names? No, no, I don't understand why people need middle name. Anyway, uh, and, uh, yes, I am from Japan, as I mentioned. It's a very British thing, I think, having middle names, middle isn't name. it? Like, if you look at every country that has middle names, it probably is of British descent. Yeah, I guess. a lot of the. World. It's a bit. How do you? What's the? How do you keep the legacy? How do you keep the, the ego of the father? <laughs> Go, you know, because so many middle names. Are, oh yeah, that's my dad's, that's my dad's name, or that's. Well, my... we already have his last name. Yeah, what, exactly, what else does right? he need? Exactly. But the, yeah, you're right. The middle name is, a bit crazy. Do you know anyone in Japan with a middle name? Or if someone Why in Japan you? had a middle name, would you think that was weird? Yes. Let's talk about when you first got to the United Kingdom. What were your what were your first impressions? Like, you know, for for me when I first landed at Heathrow Airport six AM in the morning, uh, I thought, Wow, Heathrow Airport is bigger than most towns in New Zealand and I could not believe the sheer amount of people uh, at six o'clock in the morning that were at an airport. That would you know, for me that that was a little bit overwhelming do you have any lasting first impressions Bobby? when i when i first got here i uh i flew in and i thought oh i'm just gonna go to streatham where i was staying with a friend until i found a place and i get i thought i'd take a train there but then i got there and it was just there's just hundreds of boards with all these different train names on them and i'm like oh i guess i live at the airport now (laughs) and uh and then luckily I found a man who just showed me how to get to Streatham. But if he, I hadn't found him, I don't think I would have made it. Because where in Canada are you from then? Well, I'm from a small town called Seaforth, which is a town of 2,000 people, not on any body of water. And Wait, uh, it's called Seaforth and it's not near water at all? No. That is brilliant. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> and, uh, and then I moved to Toronto for six years before I came. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you were a bit used to a big city. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What about you, Yuriko? The smell, the, the significant smell that Heathrow has. So every time when I land 
at Heathrow Airport, I feel like I'm back. Yeah. Like, uh, I, don't, I don't know, it's the smell of... Disappointment? <laughs> <laughs> I even, I can cannot say I've noticed a smell of, of Heathrow Airport. Airport yeah, but do you just get off the plane and go, <laughs> Heathrow? Um, yeah. That is definitely Heathrow. Terminal 3. <laughs> it's very green, I thought. Green? Yes. Yeah? To get to London Bet. Yeah. Yes. I oh, saw so it's greener than... Than what you expected. Yes. Okay. Because yes. where in Japan are you from? So I grew up in a city called Toyota. Toyota? Yes, yes. So it's Wait, uh, as in the car? Yes. Yes. So it used to be called Koromo. But because of the success of this Toyota car company, <laughs> so the city changed the name to Toyota. Are you in honor of the company, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's there's history over here of doing that. Yeah. Obviously, Molten Mowbray pies became so well known that they changed Molten Mowbray. I'm just making that up. But that is that is bonkers. I That's know. Great. I know. How big is Toyota, the city? It's, uh, it's quite big. I forgot the population, but not number. But it's quite big, and then now. We get the stadium, so the Rugby World Cup oh, happened yeah. in this Toyota <laughs> stadium and everything. And, uh, Is there any other towns named after successful companies? <laughs> so, the capitals, uh, Yamaha? Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think. No. No? no Yamaha city. Uh, oh, I was going to say Fuji Film, but there is Mount uh, Fuji, Mount isn't Fu- it? Yeah. Before the Fuji camera came along, Mount Fuji was called. Uh, so. <laughs> I was trying to think what Canada's most successful company is. There's Bombardier. That's pretty huge. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, the airlines. Yeah. Yeah. But it started off making uh, snowmobiles. Did it? Yeah, the story's crazy. So it started because there was this guy who um, his son was really sick during a blizzard and he couldn't get his son to the hospital. Right. And his son died. And he felt really obviously sad. So then he invented the snowmobile. Wow, and uh, and then uh, it became, then you was know, like a huge company that you know after he's been dead for a while, but then it be, you know it made airlines and then, yeah, wow. and then last year when the two planes Bombardier planes fell out of the sky, which is horrible. I thought, oh, if he had only loved his kid a little less, yeah. <laughs> those people would still be alive. Happened. Yeah. So you both got to the uh, you got to the UK. Uh, what was the first area that you lived in, Yuriko? Kingston. Yeah. So for me, Kingston, the you know high street, yeah, was like big. Like, Kingston yeah. upon Thames near, in Kingston, London. Kingston, yes. Yeah. Upon Thames, yes. Yeah. Yes, the long name, yes. And, yeah. And uh, I went to. Shopping there. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. And a coffee shop. And yeah. that was the first time I had a cappuccino. Really? With a chocolate sprinkle on Okay, so you'd had cappuccino <laughs> without chocolate sprinkles? I don't no? think I never had cappuccino in, in wow. Japan. What's the coffee like in Japan then? I used to have the iced coffee all the time. Yeah. In Japan. But, but it wasn't the thing. I like Britain. iced coffee because you get coffee, but you don't have to burn your mouth. It's true. 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 Absolutely true. Yeah. I don't like either of them um, because of the coffee taste. But um, like so coffee. the first hot coffee you ever had was in. I had hot coffee. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, 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 but the but cappuccino. Yeah, cappuccino was yeah. uh, yes. 
popular in yeah. Britain. Yes, very. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> 15 years ago. Is that how long you've been here? 15 yes. years? Yeah, yes. well. Are there British aspects that you picked up when you first moved over here that you were like, I am on board with that? I'm going to... Why haven't I been doing this my entire life? I think my favourite thing about this country... It's where people who live here complain about your trains all the time. Like, oh, these trains don't run on time. But it's incredible. You have this network of trains that'll take me wherever I want to go. <laughs> and when you're, when you're driving, it's a miserable experience because you have to think about what you're doing the whole time. And if you forget what you're doing, you die. Like, that's a very high-pressure activity. Yeah. If I'm playing a video game and I forget I'm playing the video game, I don't die. And then, but when I just sit on a train... I get to read a book, I get to, you know, p play a game on my phone, or like uh, text drink. someone something like vaguely sexual, like you can <laughs> do whatever you want. And, and if the train's delayed, you can do whatever you want for longer. And also, mm. I don't feel guilty about being late, so if a train's delayed, I just say, oh, the train's delayed, and why should I feel bad? It's the <laughs> country's fault. Yeah. And everyone accepts it. It's yeah, a rock yeah. solid. No one questions it, do they? Know what I miss? I miss watches before phones because then you could say, oh, I had a different time. Oh, yeah, of course. But now that the phone and we're all synced time-wise, that excuse yeah. is, that is gone. gone. Now it's all on the trains. Train delays, still a rock solid excuse. Because uh, in New Zealand, the train isn't really an option. No, in Canada. Uh, I mean, in Auckland, I think there is trams or trains. But, you know... When I was in New Zealand, you know, if I had a, you know, living in Christchurch and I had a gig in Dunedin, there was no train didn't even enter my head as a mode of transport to get there. Train was, if we had overseas guests and we're like, let's do something scenic, we'd get the train along the coast to somewhere, you know? Yeah. It wasn't no, an affordable mode of it's transport. Not, it wasn't no. a commute option. Canada's no. the exact same. You might get a train, but you're not... But it, it's a special occasion. Mm. It's not re uh, regular, and it's quite expensive. Yeah, I think I've been on maybe three trains before I got to the UK, mm. what? and then suddenly it was train, 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 train. Mm. Well, Japan's big on trains, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, all about trains. But you're not all about the delays, though. That's mm. the difference. Yeah. It's yeah. Just super on time, and if the trains are delayed, you can get a piece of paper that prove that the train was delayed so that you can give this to your boss so that you can tell them that I'm late because of the train. That's amazing. Can you imagine there, how much paper they'll be going through <laughs> over here? There's no, tru there's no trust. Yeah. They don't, there's no trust in Japan. I yeah. know, I know. Here... But it's just because it's so unusual in Japan. You go train delay, they'll be like, yeah, yeah, and what, what else have happened? Your dog ate your homework. <laughs> now, uh, you get both comedians. Uh, you travel around this country a lot. Yes. Um, have you, what are your favorite place names you've encountered? Like funny names or names that are just fun to say that you've either been to for a gig or you drive past? On a regular basis. Hartleypool. Hartleypool. Come on. Talk I don't know me. what it means. Yeah. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know why the word. But I just like how it sounds. Hartleypool. And then you get there and it's like the 1970s. You're like, I've traveled back in time to Hartleypool. Do you know the famous story about Hartleypool? Oh, they hung a monkey. They hung a monkey. Yes. Yeah. I think that was last week. If you go there, that's the vibe you gives off. 
Do you know about this story? No, I, I don't know. What, so what a monkey it? washed up on the shores of Hartlepool, uh-huh. and uh, the Hartlepool people had never seen a monkey before, and they thought it was a French spy, so they <laughs> so they hung it. And there's a... Isn't there a... I think... I do believe there's a statue in Hartlepool. Yeah, they're proud of it. Yeah. yeah. We hung a monkey! It's the only thing they've done that's interesting, so they're clinging. <laughs> Have you got yes. any places that you've been to that you enjoy the name? Ipswich. Yes. I like the sound and I love saying it. Yeah. Ipswich. Ipswich. That is, this is, this is what I love about talking to people about this. Because Ipswich very rarely enters my head as anywhere interesting. But now that you say it, Ipswich is quite fun to say. Yes, I like Doncaster, but only because yeah. when you're there, they call it... Fucking Donny! Do they call it fucking Donny? Yeah, they call it Donny, which is a great. I, I, I like people who have a nickname for their own city. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't cast technically, but Donny. I'm like, I love Donny. I've tried. I've tried to create a nickname for Edinburgh, uh, but it's never caught on. But I've tried for, I would say, 18 years now, calling it the Berg. The Berg. Nobody, oh, nobody's, nobody's went getting for it. on bur- board with the Berg. Berg. You can never intentionally try to nickname anything. Really? I think it's like give, that's like giving yourself a nickname, Willy. though. It is. You're absolutely right. <laughs> you're trying. It's like giving yourself a nickname. Yeah. People are like, we see what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Look, nice my name's try. Jared, but I like to call myself Jasmataz. <laughs> uh, nice you could be Basmataz. I would and definitely be Basmataz. Yasmataz. Yasmataz. Years ago, I did a very British thing of being in Panto. Um, now, okay, Panto, not a J- has Japan got an equivalent? Kabuki theatre is not really. No, Kabuki's not Panto. quite serious. Cause that, yes, so, cause yeah. a pan, a Kabuki is more like a Shakespeare. Yes. So Panto is more like so. It, I start to see posters of Pantos. Yeah. Before, like Christmas or yeah, winter, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but That's is there an equivalent of that form of entertainment in Japan? I don't think so. No? Canada? I don't think it exists anywhere else. Yeah. Just it's beautiful. British, yes. I love it. I, it's overacting and bawdy adult jokes in front of children. Is it, I love it. Is it new? Like in the Pento? last hundred years? No. Well, that I just find... Isn't it so interesting how, you know, everyone laughed and thought... Some of the jokes in Panto were older than a hundred years. But I just like that everyone left this country and settled everyone else in the world or did whatever they did. And they said, well, we're going to leave Panto on that island. Yeah. <laughs> that stays where we laugh. <laughs> we, yuck. When they went to America, they said, we'll take our religious fundamentalism with us. But we're leaving Panto firmly behind. I really understand that, though. At least it gives them some comfort, I guess. Yeah. But What's not more comforting than uh, starving to death and someone shouting, It's behind you! I would love to do Panto. I think all the people who loved Panto early on in the settler days uh, died. Yeah. Because someone said, It's behind you. And they went, Oh, no, it's not. And then the bear ate them. That's a very <laughs> <laughs> I think that's very plausible. Yeah. So I was, in, I was in Panto with an American... Uh, star named Priscilla Presley, and is that Elvis Presley's daughter? Wife, wife. Wow. wow. Yeah, wife. That's um, crazy. Lisa Marie is the daughter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I did Panto with Priscilla Presley. Did you ask about Elvis? We were told we weren't allowed to. So I. Oh come I be- on. I, you know, we. I got along with her. It was yeah. great. Um, and she volunteered 
things occasionally, but I never really. But every every show, every show, there was people dressed up as Elvis waiting outside to get her autograph. Yeah, people. Are and you're like, this is not a great way to get someone's autograph, dressing up as their dead husband. No, that's weird. That's definitely <laughs> that's weird. Just absent. What is that? <laughs> Have you thought this through? Um, Although I'll be honest, I would love for people to dress up like me after I die. That would be amazing. <laughs> Everybody, we, there can be a Bobby day. We all do yeah. Bobby impressions. Yeah. I'm Bobby. Thank you. I know. I'm wearing a tracksuit. Yeah, I love it. I'm all about that. I hate Cafe Rouge. Cafe Rouge sucks. That's what Bobby said. <laughs> uh, so she, um, in between shows, we'd have maybe an hour and a half, two hours, uh, that we could go and get some lunch. She invited me to have lunch with her and her assistant. And she said, I've found this great restaurant in Wimbledon Village. Okay. Um, it's French. I love it. It's just so unique and all this stuff. So I'm excited. I'm like, okay, we're going to go to a really nice... It was a Cafe Rouge, right? In Wimbledon Village. <laughs> yeah. I've been, I live near... We're not that close to Wimbledon Village, but I live in the... Within Topsy a couple Calucci's. miles of it. Because I remember getting out of the car. There's a and ton of great restaurants there that are quite yeah. expensive, but like great restaurants. Cafe Rouge. Yeah. Well, I remember getting out of the car and she's Yuck. walking into Cafe Rouge and I'm looking over at Carluccio's going, why couldn't we go there? And we get in and I said to her, what do you like about this place? And she said, I just think it's, you know, it's very French. The ambiance is amazing. I'm sitting there, she doesn't know. And I said to her, this is a chain restaurant. And she said, no, no, it's not. And I suddenly <laughs> thought, I don't want to be the one... I don't want to be the one that ruins this. Yeah, so I had a painfully bad. average beef bourguignon, uh, however you want to say it. You know, and I'm choking this meal down and, you know, asking her how her meal, and she's like, oh, they've really, you know, how they do this whatever French meal. The coquevin is incorrect, you know, all that. <laughs> is she French? No, of uh, course who not. Who is it? She, Priscilla Presley, she's American. She loved Catherine. <laughs> but then. Weeks later, maybe three weeks later, I'm standing in the wings, about to go on stage with her. Mm-hmm. Her queue line is coming up, and she turns to me and she says, Cafe Rouge is a chain restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and then walks on stage saying, so everyone can hear, disappointed. It was like no one knew what the hell was going on out there, <laughs> but just... I came on wetting myself laughing. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Hey, team, it's me, Jared Christmas, here with a quick message from our sponsors, Union Jack Radio. They're a brilliant national radio station playing the best British music from the past eight decades and a ton of classic and original comedy. Union Jack has more comedy than Radio 4. What? True story. Find Union Jack Radio on digital radio, online, or just ask Alexa, you lazy prick. On with the show. Well, I think it is time for us to do the citizenship test. So, Yuriko, you told us how long you've been in the country before. How long is it? 15 years. 15 years. Bobby, how long you been here? Eight years, although my accent has improved more than Yuriko's. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, this is going to see who, which of the two of you is allowed to stay for a bit longer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we know who it's going to be. I mean, this is pretty tough. All right, here we go. Name three brands of tea in the top ten selling teas in the United Kingdom. Bonus point if you guess which brand of tea is in first place. Bobby, go for it. Nestle. 
No. Tessel. No. Uh, organic. <laughs> I don't know. I don't drink tea. No. PG Unico? Tips. PG Tips. Yeah. Fine. That's in there. You've got one point. Yuriko. Surely you can do better than this. <clears throat> that was a disaster what mm, just happened yeah, there. Yeah, organic. What? It's, 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 bra- bra- it's not brand. Not a brand. It's, it's a style. You know? She's about to show you what right, she knows. Well, yeah. let's see. Okay. Twinings. Yes. Yorkshire tea. Yes. Tetley. Tetley. Yes. That's three points, Bobby. <laughs> well, it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. And of those three that you mentioned, one of them is number one. Which one do you think it is? You said Twinings, Tetley, and Yorkshire. Which one do you reckon is number one? It's Twinings. Yeah, just took over from PG Tips. Here's a tough one. Really serious one. I'm going to beat you. This is really serious, this one. When was the last time mainland UK was invaded and where? It's a tough one. Just have a guess. Hastings. Hastings. What year? 1680. Oh, I can't believe you made me snort with that. <laughs> no and no. You Why'd okay? you make me guess the year if oh, the Hastings was... I thought Hastings was right. I want you to go the full hog, mate. No, it but it's, it, you knew it was wrong from the beginning. But Pick Hastings it. was a point of invasion. So I know done. that, the yeah. Battle of Hastings. 1066 yeah. was Hastings. I thought it? they might have done it again a while later. <laughs> <laughs> Give it another crack. Was it 1066? I watched a bad oh. movie about it. Go on. Guess a place in the UK that you think was the last place that was invaded. I know the answer now! Oh, go on. Alderney, the island of Alderney during World War II by the Mainland Nazis. Mainland UK. Oh, that's not fair! The Nazis invaded Alderney! Yeah, and Jersey. Yeah, but well, that's why I said Mainland UK. This is ridiculous. That's the answer, 1940. <laughs> that's the answer to your question. <laughs> Come on, Yuriko, guess. Actually, why don't you guess... Uh, which country in the United Kingdom was the last place to be invaded? England, Wales, Northern Ireland, or Scotland? What do you think it England? is, Eureka? Guess. Wales. Um, Not as easy as it looks, no, is it, Eureka? Oh, lost that confidence now. <laughs> oh, well, you know your tea. You've got a one in four chance of getting it right. England, Scotland, Wales. You, she doesn't get a point for this. I didn't get that easy question. You don't get any points. <laughs> uh, okay. The, the Welsh seem like they'd roll over. England. England. No. no. You were right. It was Wales. Of course it was. Wales was invaded in 1797 by a small contingent of French soldiers who weren't actually soldiers. They were prisoners, press ganged in. Okay. Uh, it was Fishguard Harbour. The, uh, their ship sailed into the harbour of Fishguard and the one cannon in the fort at Fishguard fired. And they thought they'd been rumbled, so they retreated. But in actual fact... It was just the one cannon and fish guard firing to let everybody know that it was midday. Okay. So they they landed just outside of fish guard. They all got really drunk. Two scouts saw what they thought was the British Army coming their way, and they surrendered to two Welsh women from Fishguard Harbour dressed in traditional Welsh, Welsh costume. It was all a big disaster, but that was the last time foreign troops landed on the soil of mainland United Kingdom. Alderney. Alderney. It was in the 40s. What? How do you pronounce... Next question. You guys are so, doing so a... So what that bit... You're doing appalling, in, Bobby. Was it in a UK test? 
Yeah, this is Life a proper UK what? test. No, it's not. I'm never this becoming is, a citizen. This is my version oh, of a UK okay. citizen okay. test. Okay, what's next? How do you pronounce the second month of the year? February. February? What do you say, Yuriko? I mean... <laughs> this is a little bit unfair. You know it's 15 years she's been here. Here we go. Okay. Come on. February. Yeah, I think you did it. I think you nailed it. I'm going to I'm going to bring up a recording of how British people say February. We learn English, and then there are so many ways to say February. This is unfair. Well, look we, at how it's spelled. February, 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 Feb. Let's just call it Feb. I'm on your eco side now. This is an outrage. <laughs> this whole test is bullshit. You're absolutely right. It is. Uh, what is this famous British nursery rhyme about? Mary, Mary, quite contrary, how does your garden grow? With silver bells and cockle shells and pretty maids all in a row. Pubic what? hair. Pubic hair, love it. What do you think that nursery rhyme is about? I love that there's kids singing a nursery rhyme about pubic hair. I don't know if I don't <laughs> know if is, they are, that's my That guess. is a school I want my kids to go to. Please. Mary Mary, quite contrary, how does your garden grow? With silver bells and cockle shells and pretty maids all in a row. It's about gender. It's about gender, inequality, equality. Uh, gender fluid, gender transitioning. I, wait, I think it's about burying the dead during the plague. Okay. Yeah, in the garden. Yeah. Okay. Are you um, both going with that? No, that's or my you, answer. She that's does, your answer. She is <laughs> not involved. Like, yes, You're I'm not involved in my They're answer. They're always quite bleak. British I get the point. Rhymes, aren't they? Yeah. Okay, so the garden. How does your garden garden grow with silver yeah. bells and cockle shells that, and what pretty made cockle shells? Well, cockle is a I have sea no idea. creature. Like, if you go down to like a seashell, you can get a pot of cockles, which is like uh, a limpet. Um, oh, not an oyster, like a shitty oyster. <laughs> I reckon that's how you describe it. Okay, so that's okay. Hide. It's about hiding uh, food uh, for. <laughs> About hiding food for <laughs> for, uh, <laughs> for Mary. Uh, hiding food. It's about hiding food. Yes. Okay. Let's see how close you both got. What's the answer? Mary, Mary, quite contrary. How does your garden grow? With silver bells and cockle shells and pretty maids all in a row. This nursery rhyme is about Mary the First of England, who ruled from 1553 to 1558. Queen Mary's father, Henry the Eighth had changed England's religion from Catholicism to Protestantism. But Mary was a strict Catholic and wanted to change the country back as fast as possible. So, she killed Protestants who refused to convert and she tortured them using devices called silver bells and cockle shells. Silver bells with thumb screws and cockle shells were a torture implement attached to the genitalia. That seems unfair. So her dad was like, you all have to be Anglican. And then everyone was like, okay, just don't kill us. And then she... And yeah, but he, you know why he did that? Well, because he wanted... He wanted a divorce, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. And maids were the British version of the guillotine. Known, oh. as, the, known as the maiden. 
So, and they would have them lined up and she would behead loads of people. And that is, to me, so British that something so bleak was going on, someone said, I've got a rhyme for that and we should get children singing it. Because you know, you know, Ring a Ring a Rosie is probably poses. That's about the plague. Oh, yes. Yeah. Wow. Is that, is that, character on it? Bloody. Bloody Mary. Mary. Yeah, that's about periods. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is. You're looking at me like, is that for real? I don't. I'm don't think just it is. thinking. Is it? <laughs> Maybe Jared's a genius. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's right. No. Maybe the Bloody Mary is about is about awesome. uh, Mary the First of England. I mean, how long has tomato juice been around? Tomato juice been around? Well, a while. A long, a long time. Tabasco though. Oh yeah. That's recent, and it's American. Yeah. Celery? Celery. Celery. Yes. Brilliant. I don't like celery, but I like how you say it. I would eat it more if it was. Sorry. It sounds like you're saying sorry. (laughs) All right. You're very British. Final paddle of test. What do these sayings mean? Okay. What we got? Start with you, Bobby. Okay. Here's your one. What does old blighty mean? I've heard of that. Uh, it means, oh no. <laughs> it, it is actually a term for England. Old blighty. Who knew? Not me. The English did. Well, um, they nicknamed themselves. Oh no. Lame. It would be, oh no, would be appropriate if uh, you were flying into England and this wasn't your destination. That's true, that would work. Uh, Yuriko? Yes. What does toodle pip mean? Uh, I heard it. (laughs) No, you did it. No, you did it. I've never heard it. You've never heard turtle pip? Okay, what does it mean? Toodle pip. I think it's have a nice day. I'm going to give that to you. It's very close. It's like goodbye. Have a nice yeah. day. Yeah. Oh, goodbye is the you. opposite of have a nice day. <laughs> no, it's not. Goodbye. Bo- have a nice day. saying bye. Yeah. Yeah. Have a nice day. Toodle yeah. pip. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll Even give it. I'll give it. <clears throat> Bobby. Uh, All right. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yes. What on, does bye-bye. meat and two veg mean? A, a, a penis. And? The balls. Yes, mate. Well done. What? <laughs> Like a penis. So you meat and two veg. What? I don't know. I, 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 no one I know would call yes. it that. No one I know would call it that. Wow. No one calls it Was that. Was that a guess wow. or have you heard meat and two veg as a term? Wow. I just, uh, for some reason, I just imagined. I don't know where it came from. When, when someone says, do you want meat and two veg? You're like, yeah, cock and balls. Bring it on. <laughs> no. Put it on my plate. That wouldn't be my usual. But I would just say, when you said it, I imagined a penis. So I don't know where that came from. Maybe it was God threw it into my mind. Maybe it was a, a dream, a vision, but I just knew. <laughs> There's a lot of people who would be upset if God was throwing cocks into people's minds. Well, he's, that would, you know, thank you. There's a kind of God I like, though. Mm. Um, <laughs> Yuriko, here we yes. go. What does, how's your father, a rumpy pumpy, and a good rogering mean? Wait, are those three expressions? They are three expressions that mean the same thing. A bit of how's your father, a bit of rumpy pumpy, a good rogering. <laughs> How's your father? Lumpy Prumpy. They all mean the same, same thing. Same thing, okay. How's your, okay, I think it, someone's asking my health. 
about your health. Yes. Wait, can I answer? <laughs> yeah. It means to get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but how is your health? How it, well, it might make it, you if healthier. If a lot of people ask that question before it, they it got might, involved in it, the sex, then we probably would have It might make you healthier. That's, I knew that one. Can I, yeah. Is, is that true? Is that... Yes. Bobby. What? A bit of rumpy pumpy, a bit of whoop. How's your father? That's so weird. I, I don't, don't know, know why your father, I don't know why the oh, father thing's yeah. involved. I don't know how's your fa- how that got. And the last one was I mean, that, surely that's updated now to how's your mother. I'm, I don't know. Why do our parents like have to be involved? Yeah. Like, <laughs> can we keep them out of this? Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Bobby. I'm ready. Bobby. Right bodge job. What does that mean? It means to make a horrible mistake. Yes. And to regret it for your whole life. Well, maybe not. No matter what. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think a horrible mistake. <laughs> if you got a builder in and they did a really bad job. Yes. They'd do um. a right bodge job. Yes. Yeah. Yuriko. Yes. What does spend a penny mean? Spend a penny. Spend a penny. Oh, spend... Okay. Uh, oh, make decisions. Make decisions. There is one decision forced upon you with spend a penny. It's to take a wee to have a piss. <laughs> what? There's so many words for that. Like, yeah. uh... P, whiz, slash... Yeah. Um, wind, wind? No, that's wind. fart. Wind. That's farting. Oh, okay. uh, It'd be weird <laughs> if that came out the front part. Yeah. You need to go to the doctors yeah, for that. Yeah. Uh, I've just done a dick fart. <laughs> that is not normal. Ah, oh. funny farts are in yoga. <laughs> That's a yoga thing. Yeah, yeah. What you can't swear, but you can. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm really horny. I want to know how your father is. <laughs> he never gave me attention. That's why I'm here with you. <laughs> the first thing I think of. When I'm in bed with a naked woman is her father. Uh, <laughs> uh, spend a penny means to go to the toilet for a number one. And uh, that's why it was so funny when in London when you had to pay to go to the toilet. You're like, I have to spend 20p to spend a penny. Wasn't that funny. Probably, <laughs> probably not worth saying at all. Um, <laughs> but needless to say, both of you... Are the look well on your face was we great. Try. Both of you, needless to say, both of you, after that citizenship test, mm. are well and truly getting kicked out of this country. Oh, no, we're getting deported. <laughs> I want to come to Japan. You're yeah, going to get deported yeah, yeah. in... Uh, you're going to get deported roughly when you want to leave at either this mortal coil or the country. Um, Deal. I think you guys can be fine. <laughs> Uh, but well done. I, Thank I would you. love to say you passed, but you really did not. We failed. Uh, you we, failed, and I failed. A lot but you the failed. Other, a lot of the other. I'll be honest. A lot of the other guests did a lot better than you two. This is the worst. Easily, isn't it? Hands down. I'm happy about that. The shittest yeah. result. I don't want any of that information in my mind. Yeah, because <laughs> it's all useless. But how is your father? He's old. <laughs> Pretty old. Thank you very much, Bobby Mayer. Did you enjoy the experience? Loved it. Learn I, a lot. I, I, I Yes, I want to move to Japan and I hate this country. <laughs> <laughs> Yuriko Katani, thank you very much for coming along. Uh, thank do you. Do you feel a little bit more British? Yes, I think I'm going to use some of the phrases. Which one? Dad. Dad? How's your dad? Yeah, yeah. Um, say, that to your, <laughs> say that to your partner tonight when you're in bed. <laughs> 
just go, oh, I want a bit of, how's your dad? <laughs> Told you that. <laughs> how's your papa? <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you both. We've been three foreigners, and we are going back to where we came from. And we're taking your jobs and women with us. Thanks for listening. There's plenty more where that came from. Union Jack Radio is the home of great British comedy playing classic and original comedy all day long. Fiddle your knob and finger your buttons and find Union Jack on digital radio, online, or just ask Alexa. Go on, stop doing things for yourself. Get her to do it. Oh, and remember, subscribe to this podcast and leave a nice review, or I'll come round your house with a baseball bat. I won't. I don't know how to play bass. I'll, I'll come around with a cup of tea and we'll just we'll just talk it out, actually. I can't get closer than two metres, though, so I'll bring a straw. This podcast was produced by Fingers and Fringe for Union Jack. Union Jack.